From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 10th of January 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the scandal surrounding Joe Biden and classified documents. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, we run through the royal drama surrounding Prince Harry. But first, will Joe Biden be engulfed in scandal? US President Joe Biden is currently in Mexico for a summit of North American leaders where trade, migration and security is on the agenda. But when he returns from the summit, Biden will have to face questions on a wholly different subject. News broke yesterday that several classified documents from Biden's time as vice president had been discovered in November at a private office of his in Washington, D.C. Almost 10 documents were found in a locked closet at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, part of the University of Pennsylvania, where Biden periodically used a private office space from mid-2017, after he stopped being vice president, until the start of his 2020 presidential campaign. The classified documents were identified by Biden's personal lawyers who were clearing out the office on November the 2nd, just before the midterm elections, a White House lawyer said on Monday. Holders of federal office, like the president and vice president, are required by law to give up official documents and classified records when their term ends and they become a private citizen. Biden's predecessor, Donald Trump, is facing an investigation for taking classified documents to Florida, rather than handing them over to the National Archives, when he was no longer president. Special counsel to the president, Richard Sorber, said yesterday that, since the discovery of the documents, the president's personal attorneys have cooperated with the National Archives and the Department of Justice in a process to ensure that any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in the possession of the archives. The National Archives were notified on the day of the discovery and the documents were sent over the following morning. It's unclear what the documents are actually about, their level of classification, or why they were there. What we also don't know is why it's taken two months for the White House to reveal the discovery, which happened days before the midterm elections. It puts President Biden in an awkward situation, as when classified documents were discovered from Donald Trump's Florida estate, he said, how could anyone be that irresponsible? Trump reacted to yesterday's news by asking, when is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden, perhaps even the White House? Attorney General Merrick Garland has assigned a US attorney to review the documents and find out how the classified material ended up where it did. It's a preliminary step before the Attorney General determines whether further investigation is necessary. The incoming House Oversight Committee chairperson, Republican James Comer, said, We want to know exactly what documents were taken by both President Trump and now President Biden, and want to know if they're going to treat President Biden any differently than they treated President Trump. OK, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. In a significant breakthrough yesterday, it was announced that the UK and EU had reached an agreement on sharing real-time trade data. The agreement will ultimately see the EU granted access to UK IT systems monitoring the flow of goods from Great Britain to Northern Ireland. 
The breakthrough coming after months of deadlock means that, according to both sides, there is now a new basis for continued talks on the Northern Ireland Protocol. The sticky bit of the Brexit agreement that requires Northern Ireland to remain aligned with certain EU regulations, much to the anger of many unionists. The deal marks a huge change in the rhetoric between the two, with one EU official going as far as to say that the UK and EU are now talking as friends. There seems to be a genuine will on both sides to get things done. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. China has stopped issuing short-term visas for travellers from South Korea and Japan in its first retaliatory move against nations imposing COVID-related travel restrictions on Chinese travellers. China is experiencing a serious surge in COVID cases after rolling back its zero-COVID strategy. This has prompted countries across the world to impose restrictions on entry from China, much to the frustration of Beijing, which describes the measures as discriminatory. South Korea's Disease Control and Prevention Agency said that around a third of all arrivals from China tested positive for COVID, prompting them to cease issuing tourist visas for those coming from China, a move which Beijing called unacceptable and unscientific. South Korea's Disease Control Agency said the move would allow them to monitor any potential new variants, as there's no transparency at the moment in China. China's embassy in Seoul said it will adjust its retaliatory policy subject to the lifting of South Korea's discriminatory entry restrictions against China. New Zealand has recently seen a nationwide egg shortage. This incident was caused by a government decision made in 2012 which promised that in 10 years' time, battery cages would be banned. Battery cages are considered to be damaging to the health and well-being of chickens. By December 2022, the government had done pretty well at reducing the number of battery farmed chickens. In 2012, 86% of hens were battery farmed. By 2022, this number had fallen to 10%. But in a final push to get this number down to zero, the New Zealand government completely banned battery cages in December. This has caused an egg shortage across the country that's seen supermarket shelves left bare. Animal welfare advocates have even had to start issuing advice to consumers, urging them not to purchase a chicken in response unless they can look after them in the long term. In the final uplifting story today, we're going to discuss new developments in the race to cure type 1 diabetes. It's been announced in the UK today that more than 100,000 people with type 1 are going to be offered an artificial pancreas. Obviously, this would be an absolute game changer. The device measures the amount of insulin that should be administered and reads blood sugar levels to keep them steady. The device has gained approval from the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence and will be rolled out across NHS England. Ultimately, it will allow those with type 1 to go about their daily lives without having to monitor their own blood sugar levels. Just as a side note, my dad, whose birthday actually is tomorrow, has type 1 diabetes. So obviously I'm really hoping that this story turns out to be accurate and we do see artificial pancreases rolled out across the UK very soon. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of the drama surrounding Prince Harry, then watch the extended ad-free edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Now might be the time to do it, as there's an offer which gets you a year of membership for less than $1 a month.
That's huge because Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. They also get access to a ton of other exclusive ad-free TLDR content, as well as videos from all your favourite creators. The good news is, like I mentioned, our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers you some of the world's best documentaries, is offering an incredible deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $12 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR content on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than a dollar a month, a deal which doesn't last long, and support the channel.